All right, welcome back to the Fit-ish Project. Uh, got another episode for you coming this week. And this is going to be a topic that I am very passionate about because it is something that has helped me tremendously when it comes to losing weight and sustaining weight. Um, obviously, that's a big part of my story in helping people lose weight and also you know, being able to sustain that weight loss is a big deal because a lot of people struggle with that you know people typically don't have a super tough time getting the weight off but sustaining that weight loss is always very very difficult and also anybody who has ever lost a big chunk of weight or maybe gotten close to you know a body weight that they're kind of comfortable with but then maybe wanted to lose a little bit more weight or you know have a little bit different appearance you know that it kind of gets tougher as you get closer to that. And so this strategy that I'm about to explain to you guys is the one that I used um, to kind of go from an area where, you know, I had lost some weight and felt pretty solid, but definitely took my, you know, my body and my transformation to a different level and made it much more sustainable and much more enjoyable throughout the process and getting to my goal. So uh, I think if more people understood and knew this strategy, that it wouldn't make dieting so miserable and it would, again, be more sustainable. So, you know, it's nothing crazy or new or anything like that. I didn't invent this, but this is a strategy, again, that I learned, you know, a couple years ago. And once I started implementing it with myself and with clients, I saw much better success in much better consistency and sustainability just as far as fat loss goes. So without getting you know too far into it, just kind of a quick overview of what we're going to be talking about is obviously that method. It is basically a form of calorie cycling, um, which a simple way to think about this is uh, I kind of compare it to like finances. So like, let's say that you have a large purchase that you want to make, maybe you're buying a car or you know saving up for a down payment or on a house or you, know, you want to buy a really nice laptop or whatever, you know, you just have to buy something that you need to save up for a little bit. So naturally, what do you do? You start to save money, right? You might cut back on certain things. Uh, maybe instead of going out to eat three times a week, you ought to eat once or twice a week, save a little bit of money that way. Instead of, you know, buying $300 worth of clothes every month, you cut back and you only buy, you know, $150 worth of clothes. Or if you're like me and you really like shoes, instead of buying a new pair of shoes every single month, maybe you change that up and you buy them, you know, every other month. And obviously by cutting back on these things, it's going to allow you to kind of stock that money up and eventually save enough money to where you can make that purchase. So with calorie cycling, it's very similar to this in that you are going to spend some of the days where you cut back a little bit and you essentially are saving some of these calories where you can then use them on other days. For example, the weekends, maybe when you have things going on, maybe you're going out to eat, maybe you want to go get some drinks or whatever. And it just allows you a little bit more freedom, a little bit more uh, flexibility as far as dieting goes and, you know, making good choices, but also being able to still enjoy yourself, have a social life and stay on track with your goals. So it kind of gives you the best of both worlds. And uh, as I've said multiple times already, it just makes that, you know, that long-term sustainability much, much easier. So I'm going to explain, you know, how exactly it works, how you can set it up for yourself, and then just, you know, a personal story of how I used it and how it helped me. So getting into this first point, just me personally, like I said, I learned this strategy 
probably two and a half, three years ago. And uh, it was something that I used to go from probably around 235-ish to get to pretty much my lowest body weight that I've ever been at, which was like 203, 202 at the lowest. So I use this strategy to lose about 30-ish pounds. And again, as I said, as you kind of get closer to your goal weight or you know, the leaner you get, the tougher dieting becomes because you have to be a little bit more strict. Um, you have to be, you know, more on top of things. You don't have as much leniency as far as, you know, things that you can get away with and how much food you can eat. And this applies to people who are smaller as well. So if you're a smaller person, you don't have nearly as much weight to lose. Maybe you only want to lose, you know, 15, 20 pounds. You don't have as much wiggle room. So you have to be a little bit more uh, creative, a little bit more strategic with how you actually go about your diets so that you can do it in a way that is not miserable and something that is going to be a way that you can sustain it, as I've said. So again, I was, this was about a year and a half ago. I think it was like, it was in December, not last December, but the year before that I was around probably 235 ish. Um, wasn't super dialed in with my nutrition it's coming off the football season where, you know, I'm very busy coaching, uh, don't have nearly as much time. And I just kind of, you know, let my let my health slip a little bit. And, uh, you know, that'll happen from time to time, different phases in life. As I've said, sometimes you get really busy. You don't give as much attention to, you know, nutrition and maybe working out and, you know, things just kind of go off the wagon a little bit, so to speak. So, um, you know, eating out a little bit more, uh, not tracking calories or anything like that, you know, having more desserts, maybe drinking a little bit more, um, those type of things, they just, they happen. And weight slowly start to creep up over time, got to a point where again, I was around 235-ish or so and didn't really like what I was seeing in the mirror. So decided that I wanted to go on a cut lose, you know, anywhere from 20 to 25 ish pounds was the goal. So decided to start that cut and um, try this method that I had heard about, which was calorie cycling. And I was very excited to try this because again, as I said, it was a way that was advertised that you could, you know, still kind of have a little bit of a social life, you could go out to eat occasionally, you could have, you know, desserts, like I've said, you could just have a little bit more freedom and flexibility in your diet and it didn't have to be so restrictive and just strict, which appealed to me because, you know, as a former 300 pound dude, uh, I obviously liked to eat and I like bigger meals. I like pizza. You know, I like a good dessert. I like to have some drinks every once in a while. And if you're going to go, you know, into a diet phase where you may be dieting for three or four month period, I still want to enjoy some of those things. So calorie cycling was a perfect method for me to try because again, I knew that it would allow me a little bit more flexibility, especially on the weekends and would be a way that I could actually, you know, enjoy the process and not have to be so miserable throughout it. So, so as I said, you know, you get to eat a little bit more on the weekends, you eat a little bit less during the week. And this worked really well for me because, you know, I was pretty regimented as far as my routine with school and work, coaching, working out, all those things. I was pretty busy throughout the week. So it's, you know, it was easy just to make my meal prep, stick to my plan. And then on the weekends where, you know, there's different things going on. Like I said, maybe you go out to eat, you go to, you know, a gathering or whatever. It just allows you a little bit more flexibility when those things come up. Um, so you don't feel like you're, you know, struggling or you have to turn a bunch of those things down or you're just, you know, unhappy and feel like you can't do anything. So this was a good option for me because, like I said, it made those four months 
not feel so hard and tough, which dieting can be at at times if you do it in a certain way. Um, but throughout that four months, I was able to lose a little over 20-ish pounds. And like I said, still enjoy my weekends, still go out with friends if I wanted to, uh, still have a meal you know, that I wanted to, have pizza, uh, have a burger and fries, all that good things. And that was because I used this calorie cycling method. So that's just kind of a little background story of, you know, the way that I've used it and how it's helped me be successful. But I'm actually going to get into kind of the nuts and bolts of like how you can actually go about using this technique or this method. So getting into it, you know, what you need to know right off the bat is like there's different style uh, or different styles of kind of dieting that I look at as far as like this section of dieting goes like you have like your steady state what i call is basically you're eating the same amount of food or same amount of calories every single day and some people like this you know if they're just like very regimented very into routine they just like the same thing every day they want to keep it simple they don't want to have to think about it that can be a good option for them uh, you can do kind of what i call daily calorie cycling which is like you're still doing calorie cycling. So on some days you're going to eat less food, less calories. And other days you might, you will eat a little bit more or higher calories. And some people use this, um, you know, if they're really big into working out and they want to eat more on the days that they work out, or maybe their schedule is just very unpredictable and they have different things going on throughout the week. Maybe one day throughout the week, they're super, super busy. They don't feel like they need to eat a ton because they just don't have time. And then other days they might, you know, go out to eat or, you know, have a little bit more time and, they want to eat a little bit more. And then there's the third strategy, which is the one that I use, which I just call the weekend calorie cycling. So again, like I've said, you eat a little bit less throughout the week. And then on the weekend, it gives you a little bit more flexibility, a little bit more room to include some of those foods and things that you might like to have on the weekend. So there's kind of, again, three ways to think about it. You can go steady state with it, same calories every day, daily calorie cycling, where it's just kind of like, you know, more random where you just have few higher days, maybe three higher days, and then four lower days. And you can kind of pick and choose which days you want to do which on. And then you have weekend calorie cycling, which is, you know, lower throughout the week, a little bit more calories on the weekend. All diets work if you're in a calorie deficit. But the question is, can you actually stick to that diet for a certain amount of time? Because if you can't stick to it, then it's obviously not going to work long term. And if it's not, you know, something that you can stick to, then what's the point of really doing it? Um, so just some questions to ask yourself, like, does it fit your lifestyle? Does it fit your preferences? And then does it fit your goals? So like, if your lifestyle is, you know, pretty regimented, pretty routine, then maybe you're somebody who wants to go with just a steady state diet. If you're a little bit more unpredictable, or maybe you're somebody who likes doing things on the weekends, like you're always out doing stuff, maybe you want to do the weekend calorie cycling. Is it something that fits your lifestyle, fits your goals, fits your preferences? As long as it you know fits those three things, then you'll be in pretty good shape. But it's important to be honest with yourself, know what type of person you are so that you can actually stick to it and actually see the results that you want. And I will mention too, like you can use this style of eating, even if you're not after fat loss or trying to diet to lose weight. I actually use this style of dieting quite a bit just for you know, my normal eating, like when I'm just trying to maintain my current body or my current body weight or physique or whatever you want to call it. So I'll typically like, even when I'm not trying to lose fat, I'll eat a little bit less throughout the week and leave a little bit more room on the weekends. And that way, if something does come up, you know, if I want to go have a nice meal, 
um, with some dessert, maybe a drink, a couple beers, or if I want to, you know, have a whole pizza, whatever, like then I can still do those things and still not be like way over my calories and have to worry about gaining a bunch of fat over time. So again, you can use this just to maintain, um, or you can use this to lose fat, which is the cool thing about it. I found that once you like get comfortable with this and you know what you're doing, it makes it pretty easy to do it either way. So moving on. So how to set this up? Like, it sounds like a great idea, something that you'd like to try. Let's talk about how you'd actually set this up. Uh, so the very first thing you need to do, if this is something that you want to use is find your maintenance calories, which I've spoke about before, but all that means is that the amount of calories that your body needs on a daily basis just to do its normal everyday things. So the way you figure this out, you could use a calculator online. There's plenty of different calculators you can use to find your maintenance calories. I like to use the precision nutrition one if I'm going to use a calculator online. Another option, you could track your food for seven days and monitor your weight. And as long as your weight is staying pretty stable, and then you track your calories for seven days, you just average those out, see how many calories you're eating. That's probably the most precise way to do it, but that's more work. You know, it takes a whole week to figure that out. And most people just aren't going to do that. Or you can just use a simple, simple formula, which I typically use is you can take your body weight and multiply it by either 14, 15, or 16. So you're going to use 14 if you're lower activity, you don't get a ton of activity within your day. Maybe you have a pretty sedentary job. Don't get a ton of steps in your day. You'd use that lower end. If you're, you know, high, high uh, energy, you know, high activity, maybe you have an active job where you're on your feet or a physical labor job where you're always moving around, you work out every day or pretty close to it, get exercise quite a bit throughout the week, then you could use that higher end of 16. And then if you're kind of somewhere in the middle, you could shoot for 15. But you can always adjust your calories from there too. Like if you, let's say you start with 14, multiply your body weight, get a certain number, and you know you find your number of fat loss calories, you don't seem to be losing any weight, then obviously you can adjust from there. So it just gives you a starting place and somewhere that you can just begin and then kind of figure it out as you go. So quick example, like if you take somebody who weighs 200 pounds, multiply that by 15, um, there's someone that's kind of moderately active, you know, has a has a lifestyle that, you know, they work out and stuff, but they're not like crazy active. So we use that 15 multiplier, you get 3000 calories. So 3000 calories is their baseline maintenance calories. Again, that just means the amount of calories that they need to eat per day where they're neither losing weight nor gaining weight. Now, after you get these, after you get this number, you get your maintenance calories. What you're going to do after that is you're going to subtract anywhere between 300 to about 500 calories is the average. Um, you can go a little bit higher if you want to, like if you're a bigger person and you have a little bit more fat to lose, or maybe you want to be a little bit more aggressive with your diet, but I wouldn't go much higher than 500. Um, sometimes people will use like 750, but 300 to 500 is kind of the sweet spot. And a good rule of thumb that is something to remember is you don't really want to be losing more than 1% of your body weight per week. Is kind of the standard and for most people that's anywhere between a half a pound to about two pounds per week again if you're somebody who's bigger than one percent might be you know a little bit more so like if you weigh 300 pounds like i did when i started one percent of that would be three pounds a week and you can afford to lose a little bit quicker now the reason that you don't want to go out the gate too quick and start dropping a bunch of body fat you know five seven ten pounds per week 
things like that, like you might see on, you know, some of those weight loss shows or you might see on some of these crazy transformations is because once you start losing weight, your body doesn't necessarily want to lose that weight. Your hormones start to change a little bit. Your body's going to make you feel hungrier. It's going to feel like you are not satisfied or full quite as much, which is to make you eat more. Your body, again, doesn't want to lose fat. It wants to maintain. So that in itself makes it a little bit tougher. Plus, if you're doing these really crazy, aggressive you know, diets, it's just really hard to sustain. And a lot of people, when they're doing this, it's because they're restricting a lot. They're not eating foods that they enjoy. They're just kind of trying to white knuckle their way through it. And again, that doesn't really promote sustainable habits and it typically oftentimes will backfire. So you want to do it a little bit slower, a little bit more steady. So one to two pounds or half a pound to about two pounds per week is pretty standard. So again, you'll subtract 300 to 500 calories to get your fat loss goals per day. So again, following that same example, we have this 200 pound person, their maintenance calories is 3000. So I'm just going to subtract 500 from that. That'll give me about a pound of fat loss per week. And so that gives me 2,500 calories per day that I need to be eating in order to lose fat. Now, since we are not going with the steady state where we're going to eat that 2,500 every single day, we want to do a calorie cycling method where we eat a little bit less throughout the week, a little bit more on the weekend. We're going to take that number, 2,500, again, our fat loss calories, and we're going to multiply that by seven because there's seven days in the week. Once we do that, we get 17,500 calories for the week is how many calories we need to lose one pound per week. Hopefully you're still with me here. I know we're throwing a lot of numbers around, some basic math, all that stuff, but hopefully you're hanging in there. You're still with me. Again, 17,500 calories per week, and we will still lose one pound of fat. Now, typically what people do for diets is they look at dieting from a daily standpoint, but when we're doing calorie cycling, we're looking at it more from a weekly standpoint. So again, this is how we are able to eat a little bit more on the weekends, have a couple of days where we eat higher calories and still be able to actually lose fat. Because as long as you're in a calorie deficit throughout the week, you're still going to be in good shape. You're still going to be able to lose fat. So we have our calories for the week. Now, what do we do? So we're going to go with the weekend calorie cycling method. So again, we have 17,500 calories to play with throughout that seven days. So here's now where you get to play with the numbers a little bit, figure out what works for you. So just a quick example, if I want to allow myself a little bit more flexibility, let's say on Friday and Saturday, I know that I'm going to go out to eat or, you know, I'm going to have a couple of drinks on Saturday, a couple of beers, whatever. I'm going to allow myself more calories on those days. So I would start with the days that I want to give more calories to. Let's say in this example, I'm going to give myself 3,500 calories on Friday and 3,500 calories on Saturday, which leaves me with about 10,500 calories left throughout the week. That means we have five days left. We split that up, 10,500 into five different days. That means throughout the week, on those five days, I'm going to eat 2,100 calories. On the weekend, Friday, Saturday, I can eat 3,500 calories. That gives you, again, more flexibility to play with on those Friday, Saturday, on the weekend to do the things that you want to do. You can go you know, have some drinks, like I said. You can have some pizza, whatever, as long as you're staying under that 3,500 for those two days. You're going to be able to eat a little bit more, indulge a little bit, have a little bit more flexibility 
but still lose fat overall. It kind of seems like a cheat code, you know, like I'm eating pizza, I'm having some drinks and I can still lose fat. Like, is that actually possible? And the answer is yes. As long as you're in a calorie deficit throughout the week, you're still going to lose fat. You're still going to lose. Um, you're still going to lose weight. The thing you have to be careful of is that on those days where you're eating a little bit more, that you're not just completely going off the rails. This is not like a free for all, like you get to eat as much as you want and still lose weight. Anybody who is selling you that or telling you that is just flat out lying to your face. That's not the way that it works. You are not going to be able to just, you know, have every single thing in sight, have 20 drinks and three desserts and, you know, go out to eat twice and do whatever you want and still be able to make solid fat loss progress. So you have to still be disciplined enough to not go way over. But again, this allows you more flexibility and you can still enjoy yourself, have a social life and do those things that you want to do. Um, obviously, this is just one example and you can play with, you know, the numbers a little bit. Maybe you only need one day throughout the week where you're going to eat a little bit more and the other six days you're going to have a little bit less calories. That would give you a little bit more flexibility on that one day. Let's say if you just wanted to have, you know, like I said, one day where you're eating more, you allocate all your extra calories to that one single day. And then the rest of the days you are having, you know, those lower calories, you could have up to, you know, 4,000, 5,000 calories on that one day. And as long as you're in a calorie deficit for the rest of the week, you're still going to be okay. You know, as long as the numbers are in a good spot where you're not eating way over, you know, your maintenance calories, you're still going to be losing fat, still going to be losing weight. So you can kind of play with those numbers a little bit, figure out what's actually going to work with you and what is going to be, you know, something that actually makes it enjoyable, but doesn't make it so that you are going off the going off the rails with it and also just making it something that's more sustainable, which is kind of my last point that I want to make about this. When you're dieting on those lower days, so like some people might hear this strategy and they'll be like, oh, well, I'm just going to eat like 500 calories throughout the week and then I'm just going to go nuts on the weekend. Do not do that because if you are eating too low of calories, if you're like starving yourself throughout the week and you feel like crap, energy's crap, you're just going to get to the weekend and you're going to go absolutely insane. You're going to binge, you're going to overeat a ton. And number one, that's just not very sustainable and it's just not really creating a good relationship with food in general, and it's going to be hard to see results if you are doing it that way. So be smart about it. Like I said, you don't want to be like starving yourself for certain days and then just, you know, going crazy on other days because that's not going to lead to good habits long term. Uh, the other thing you want to make sure that you are still um, focusing on getting plenty of protein, a gram per pound of body weight is typically the easy goal to shoot for. But um, anywhere from 0.8 to like a gram per pound is, is solid. Um, as long as you're getting, you know, enough protein, you can make sure that when you're in your fat loss phase, you're holding on to enough muscle. Plus, it's going to help with that hunger and satiety when you're dieting, which is a good thing. So protein and veggies, those are two things that I always try to keep nice and high when dieting, um, whether it's this style of dieting or another style, protein, veggies are always a good thing to make sure that you're including. And then number three, kind of already touched on it a little bit, but make sure you're not overdoing it on the weekends. Again, just because you have more calories to play with, it's not just a free for all, like calories still do count and you can't just completely go nuts and expect to be making progress. So be smart about it, make it sustainable and, uh, set it up in a way that actually allows you to succeed.
just a quick little Q&A. These are common questions that I've gotten in the past when I explain this method to people. So first question is like, how long can you do this? Um, so if you're dieting, typically I like to diet anywhere between like 12 to 16 weeks is pretty average for people. Um, when you start going longer than 16 weeks, which is about four months, people just get kind of tired and fatigued of dieting and mentally it just gets kind of hard. So maybe you're somebody who has a lot of weight to lose and you want to use this method. You could diet for three or four months and then you take a break and go into a period of maintenance where you're just trying to kind of maintain your weight. It allows you to kind of get back to a baseline and gives you a little bit of a mental break from dieting, a little bit of a physical break from dieting, because when you are dieting, you are eating less, typically have a little bit less energy. You know, your workouts might not be quite as good. You might be a little bit irritable at times, um, just because, again, your body doesn't necessarily want to lose a lot of weight or a lot of fat, it wants to kind of maintain that homeostasis. So dieting is a stress on the body. So you don't want to be doing it for, you know, five, six, seven, eight months at a time. You want to do it in like, three to four month blocks and then kind of take a break, reset a little bit, and then you can go back into it after that. But if you are somebody who is just using this, this method to maintain, you could pretty much do this as long as you want it. So if you want to, like I said, this is how I typically eat. I eat a little bit less throughout the week. And that always allows me a little bit more flexibility on the weekend. So if you're just somebody who's you know, eating your maintenance calories and you're just trying to maintain, you can do this for as long as you want. As long as it fits your lifestyle, your goals and your preferences, then do it as long as you want. Uh, next question, will having like alcohol or other like junk foods or fast foods make me gain fat? No, I've explained this multiple times. It's not certain foods that are going to make you gain weight or make you gain fat. It is the overeating of pretty much any food. So as long as you're in a calorie deficit throughout the week, you're still going to be in good shape. You can drink alcohol and still lose weight. You can have fast food occasionally and still lose weight. You can have desserts occasionally and still lose weight. As long as you're in a calorie deficit, you're still going to lose weight. Um, where people run into trouble is when they start having these things and then they start having too much of it. Maybe they can't control themselves and then they're eating way over the amount of calories that they should be eating and they're not seeing progress. So if you're not seeing progress, it's because you're eating too many calories. So keep your calories in check and you can still include those things that you want as long as you have good self-control and discipline around those things. Third question, got two more. Uh, what if the scale jumps up a bunch after a weekend? To be honest, it probably will. If you're somebody who's using this uh, method and you're having, let's say, some alcohol, you're having more food, more carbs, more salt, maybe more liquids throughout the weekend, the scale is probably going to jump up for a day or two before it levels out a little bit and then you kind of see that dip. Um, so nothing to be you know, worried about. The scale is always going to go up and down. It's never going to be you know, consistent as far as you know, go down. Even if you are somebody who's trying to lose fat, it doesn't go down every single day. It'll stay the same some days. It'll even go up on some days. But as long as you're in that calorie deficit throughout the week, week after week after week, you're going to see gradual progress. So don't worry about the daily fluctuations. Look more so at a weekly average and compare week one to week two to week three to week four. As long as you are trending in that downward projection, you're in good shape. But expect the scale to spike some, especially on those days where you're eating more food and having more things um, in your diet. And then last question, uh, do you have to track calories to do this? Um, technically, you could do it without tracking calories, but I think it makes it much easier if you do track calories, to, especially doing this. It's similar to like I had that, you know, that financial 
uh, example earlier in the podcast where I com compared it to like budgeting to or saving for something. It's like if you want to know how much money you need to save or maybe where you want to cut some costs, you're probably going to need to look at the numbers. Right. So I think about it the same way when it comes to food. Now, do you need to do that forever? No, not necessarily. Like I don't typically track calories when I'm not trying to lose fat. But when I am trying to lose fat, uh, I do typically track calories because it makes it a lot easier. You're probably going to get to your goal a little bit quicker and you just have more data and more objective things to look at rather than just kind of like winging it and guessing it because it can get frustrating when you feel like you're dieting, but you're not really seeing the progress you want. And that's typically where people get frustrated. They end up quitting because they don't feel like it's working. But if you have the numbers in front of you, you can be objective about it. You can say, okay, I know I was eating too much. That's why I'm not losing. Or, you know, I know I was eating under and the scale spiked up. But since I know I've been eating under, I know that's going to drop back down and I'm going to be all right. So again, tracking definitely makes it easier, but you could try doing it without tracking. And as long as you were you know, in a calorie deficit, you could still lose weight. But from my opinion, I would say definitely if you're trying to lose fat, give tracking a try. If not for the entire time, at least try it for a period of time, um, just so you kind of get a little bit better feel of how, how it works and you know where your numbers are at. Um, but with that, that pretty much sums it up. So after you know going through that, you should have an idea of how to actually use this calorie cycling method, how to kind of set it up, how to get your numbers, how to go about it, things to look for, all that good stuff. And again, this has been something that really changed the way that I ate and helped me get to results that I had been looking for for quite a while. So if this sounds like something that you know you would benefit from, like if you really struggle on the weekends, if you're somebody who has maybe 15, 20 pounds to lose, but you still want to have a social life, still want to include some of those foods you enjoy, this could be a good method to try. But um, if you have questions about this certain topic or you know personal questions as far as this goes, uh, you can always reach out, hit me up on Instagram. That's probably the best way to get a hold of me. And then also if you have other topics or anything that or questions that you have, you can always hit me up on there as well. Topics about future podcasts, questions about other fitness stuff, nutrition stuff, uh, health stuff, whatever. You can always hit me up on there. Always happy to help. But uh, for now, I think that's about all I have. Rate, review, share on social media. Help me keep growing this thing. I've appreciated you guys that have done that. But until next time, that is all I have for you.